What's up, kids? It's the Dirty Sheets back after Money in the Bank, where Billy attended. And we are going to talk about that today. Uh, and we're going to talk about some other things in the beginning, and then we're going to get into some Money in the Bank, because we have some house cleaning to get to. By the way, I'm Cat Manning from the Lingus Mafia podcast. All of my nonsense is at Lingus Mafia, wherever you look for podcasting, especially patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia, where you can now get a seven-day free trial in the month of July where we're doing our 41 days of Saturday night's main event. Every day, new review of Saturday night's main event. Uh, I'm along with Mr. Billy Botti, the number one source for all of your wrestling news. How do you do there, Billy boy? Yeah, I would have done it the other way around. Uh, I would have just got the money in a bank done um, so people can just hear what they probably are more interested right. in than listen to the bullshit after. But, but it doesn't... We honestly, can start with that, actually. Why not? It's a fucking podcast. We could do it anything, any way we want. We could start with uh, Money in the Bank, and then people could hear us uh, bitch and moan because, you know what? People, I think, uh, as much as there's that little group that's like, oh, I just fucking complain, they complain. I mean, that's an entertaining thing when somebody's yelling and fucking screaming, too. So uh, if they're fans of us, and mostly you, because this is your podcast, um, they're going to be listening to the end to hear uh, what we have to actually scream about. Um, because there is some things. So we'll leave that as a cliffhanger. But your money in the bank experience, you, um, I fucking laughed my ass off because I had said tweet out where you are, right? And you did after it was fucking over, though. But after you did, <laughs> I then rewatch because I go, he's on the fucking aisle. <laughs> and every fucking time you were on TV. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, I, obviously, I don't, I don't, I don't know that because I was at the show. I haven't watched it back. I've watched bits of it, but I, um, yeah, I haven't watched it back properly yet. <clears throat> yeah, that was uh, that was very fun to see because I was like, oh shit, he, this is where he is. They're going to be turning the corner from him, and it's every fucking time. Uh, what were your takeaways from the show? What was the uh, atmosphere like there? Because on TV, it's always the fucking for us foreign places are always fucking better. And I think it's because you guys are fucking starving. I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're starving. It's just a case of, uh, you have that, you have that soccer atmosphere. I, I don't think mm -hmm. that atmosphere doesn't really, it's that you're at your sporting events either. It's very much more casual where home fans can sit with away fans. And a lot of people go for a day out and, and just to eat food and hang out or whatever, or they do it as a social activity where we're more invested in our team. So we're more invested in, in sports and things when we do go out to do, to do them. And if this comes, this, this falls into our category, that kind of carries over. Mm -hmm. I think I more of a cultural thing rather than being starved because we get enough wrestling. Like get like just on this tour alone, there were four, there were four house shows from each brand, um, so I think there was eight overall, possibly six overall. I'm not sure. Uh, a SmackDown, um, a pay-per-view. We just had a pay-per-view in Wales, which we didn't sell out. AW's coming. Definitely not sold out. Not even close. Um, so <laughs> Even though that map shows otherwise, uh, I would like to get your thoughts on that because people always message me and ask um, uh, what I think. <laughs> there you go. So tired of of talking about it. So tired. It's like, listen, 
it's as simple as this. I've been doing this for ages now, like just purely for trolling purposes, really, just because there's not really anything in it for me. Um, when you compare it to my main source of income, it's nothing. It's absolutely a fucking drop in a hat. It's like fucking going into a strip club, um, having fucking 20 dances, going private with a stripper, and she fucking takes all of your money. And out of all of that, out of all of that, wrestling would be my first drink. Like it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking pay for any, it's nothing at all. Um, so at this point, whilst I've been making nothing um, compared to my main job, I've still been getting everything right, and um, that that can't be disputed. It's it's a it's it's a fact. I talk, I write, I put it out. And what is said or written comes to fruition. That's it. So if you want to ignore all that and think that this will be the maybe the one time on in or maybe let's let's sort of inflate that and say it within that two three percentile where I've not been correct or something's changed. This nothing's changed here. They just haven't fucking sold the tickets. And I'm not using an AW source, and I'm not using a WWE source. I'm literally using my dad who who runs the bar and legally whatever goes on there concert football whatever it may be he needs to be told legally how many staff he needs to put on how he needs to be prepared what sort of football is going to come through the town what security measures he needs to take legally he's within He's within um, a quarter of a mile of the of the entrance of the stadium. You come out of Wembley Park, and he's right there, like the devil. forwards towards Wembley towards Wembley Stadium, and there are some bars along there, Wembley Way, Wembley Park Drive to the right, and Wembley Park Drive to the left. If people want to choose to go somewhere else, and they actually legally have to go somewhere else when there's soccer games because one uh, soccer teams, the one team will get Wembley Park Drive and one team will get Wembley Way. So along Wembley Park Drive, left or right, those will be your allocated bars for one team. So let, so when it was Manchester City, Man United, Manchester United had to go down Wembley Park Drive to, to one of the six or seven uh, allocated bars and Manchester City needed to go straight. That is classed classed as a category A of event where you have 80,000 people. And and by the way, um, when you have Harry Styles in the other week, that's a category B event because category A means that not only is it busy as fuck, but they're going to drink a lot. So you need more staff because they are, they have the um, propensity to, 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 to consume a lot of alcohol. And that alcohol can lead to violence because they need to be separated. The teams need to be separated. So it's category A for all levels. Uh, overall, it comes to the dangers, the staffing, the alcohol consumption, meaning the alcohol that you expected to buy um, doesn't necessarily correlate when you have Harry Styles in doing a concert. The footfall may be high, but there's not going to be any violence at a, at a Harry, Harry Styles concert. So that, that would still be a B. AW is a CD event, which means that 
they're projected between forty to sixty thousand, and there's going to be no violence, and and very little alcohol consumption. So until that changes, everybody can just shut the fuck up, and you can pretend that this company's doing really well, even though the ratings don't reflect it. And you can pretend that I don't know what I'm talking about. And you can troll me, and you can say I, I chase after autographs, and I sell autographs for money, and I don't have any money, and my dad buys my car, and my flat is rented, and whatever. Like, I couldn't give a fuck. I've just, I've just, I've just come back from fucking sitting in Centre Court, Wimbledon. Go and have a look how much money it takes to do that. Just, just fuck off. Listen to what I have to say. If you don't listen to what I have to say, I don't care. It'll be right. It always is. I couldn't give a fuck. Like, it doesn't make any difference. The, your, your little show hasn't sold out. These fucking losers act like I'm... It's like they're fucking... They haven't had a girlfriend in real life. This is the closest thing they've got. And it's like when your mate goes out with the most fucking abysmal girl. And it's like you're turning around and saying, yeah, she's a fucking bitch. Like, nobody likes her. She's a fucking hoe. Like, no one likes her. Like, how can you fucking... Stand that bitch. I, I've been with guys that have been with that bitch, but you can't tell them that their bitch is a bitch. So you just shut up and, and let it be. They think that this company's their bitch, and if you talk about your their bitch, they'll they'll act all offended mm. about it. Let me tell you something. AW is not a woman. You don't know what a woman is. If you stop watching so much AW, you may get an actual woman and stop pretending and acting like AW is your woman. Did you get what I mean? Because this is how they actually act. They literally get offended by any criticism, whether it be opinionated or factual. Uh, and this is a factual thing. Uh, that company is nowhere near, nowhere near selling out that building. They're halfway there. So how? what is your answer to them when they show like that Ticketmaster thing and, and it shows the map of what's actually available to buy? How, how does how does oh, that work? Well, there's loads of stuff is available to buy. Because they showed like recently the the thing that I get pointed out was like of course after Cena talks about Mania in London, um, it's like oh it's nearly done. Look at the the only spots that are available left, and it's like, well, I have no fucking idea. I'm not involved in this. I don't fucking know. But everybody of course says. What does Billy say about this? So when I see a map that's like that, I'm like, I don't have a fucking idea. I don't care. I hope it is fucking sold out. I want this company to be fucking great. I want an alternative. I want two places that are fucking fantastic. But like you said, God forbid if you say, you know what? They're not doing that fucking well. The ratings are a little bit shitty. I will still enjoy it for what it is. I wish there was better things in it when I watch it and I could see things that are not right. And I know that their attendance is for the most part poor over here. Okay. Good. It's been 110,000 on, on a TV rating for, on a free channel. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're telling me, you're telling me that of those 110,000 people who watch, who, which is their clocked viewing figures that they did, they did, 75% sales on those people. 75% of the people who watch purchase the ticket. Do you understand what kind of numbers that is? Do you actually understand? Like we we know, because we've 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 done this for a living for a while. Obviously, like my main living is something else, but even that it has a requirement of translating um, turning free content into payers, right? There's mm -hmm. you give a portion of stuff for free. 
and then the number the percentage of people that pay is is quite low like i i actually do well with my with my betting stuff with my with my listen with my listeners my my um my rate of transitioning them into in transition trans or converting is a better word converting them into payers is around about 10% which is high because the going rate is under 1% these motherfuckers turned 110,000 viewers into 80,000 ticket buyers like come on what how stupid are people like really i i don't i can't going over this over and over and over again the fact is is that they don't have that fan base here they're not doing well on free television they're not doing well in, in the u.s um there, there won't be um a quarter you know a quarter of a million people that even know what AEW is if you had a quarter of a million fans you would then need to convert get a, get um 25 of those people to attend that is a ridiculous amount of people that you want to put your money in your money, uh, put a hand in their pocket and spend their money. So, um, so I'm really tired. I, I camped out at Wimbledon <laughs> yesterday. I fucking couldn't sleep in a tent at all. So, so today I'm fucking really disoriented. I'm, I'm proud that you went to a fucking real sporting event though, and not fucking hanging out with wrestling. I, I, I know you love wrestling. Like I think wrestling is. Number one to you over soccer. I think you're in love with even, wrestling. Why would I be in love with wrestling? You well, love what, it. How would, you do love it. In what's apart from the fact I'm, I tell you, I, I tell you, I would have made that argument where the two things would have been neck and neck through the nineties when I had my Manchester United winning things, mm -hmm. and then obviously I had, and even at the start of two thousands, like as I've said to people before. I like the ruthless aggression era. I started to go to WrestleMania and I enjoy it. Uh, the minute I started podcasting, the minute I started podcasting and engaging with this audience, it's gone down more <laughs> and more, more and more and more. It's honestly not in my top five now. So, um, I, I, I'm continuously taking stuff down off the wall and putting it and putting it into storage. Uh, my house has less and less wrestling stuff up all all the time, and it's uh, the irony is this: is that I used to fuck four or five different girls a week, and they would come into like a fucking wrestling kingdom. <laughs> and, and, and like now, I don't fuck anyone. Uh, I'm too busy with doing parenting and having other obligations to fulfill, um, having to research and get podcasts out, and just generally just being older and not really even going out socially that much and, and meeting the people that I would bring back. Um, and there's nothing up here as well. It's much more of a grown-up apartment. There's a wrestling corner in the living room. There's um, a video game uh, mm -hmm. and a opposite the, a console machine, Wrestle WrestleFest. And opposite WrestleFest, there's a cupboard, uh, sorry, like a display, a display cabinet of my favourite... Uh, about 24 signed figures and I have over 400 are displayed and that's it there's no other stuff there's some stuff like Austin's room he has his own thing there's absolutely nothing in my bedroom yeah it's all it's it's going completely other direction the more I talk to these people the more they tweet me the more they turn around and say oh this and that like the more you know that things happen like mm -hmm. what we're going to talk about at the end of the show yeah. it just it just 
all it means is that I'll take I'll take more stuff down. I'll watch less. I won't watch any well, network in the week or or anything like that. You go to these shows, right? And you go get pictures with Austin with um, all the wrestlers and stuff like that. I don't know if there's anybody you guys have not met. Why do mm. it anymore? Why go get autographs? Why go get pictures with them? I'd figure you've done it a few times with even the same people. I, I don't know why you would continue to do it. Like, why do you care? I mean, I know, does Austin, like, is he getting off on it still? Does he get, like, does he ask to go do this and that's why you go do it? Otherwise, I'd be like, I've done this before. I've met that person. I'm done with doing this. I'll go to the show. Because, like, for me now, I don't go to an autograph thing or anything like that. I don't really give a shit. Um, I'm I'm way more for football, of course. Um, and like you said, in the 90s with you with uh, with uh, soccer, right? I'm like, the same thing was with me, WWE, in the 90s and football, where it was very neck and neck, if not WWE was first. Um, and now I'm like, oh, it's, it's not even a, a question that football's first. <laughs> Um, and like you said, the fans make you fucking gross out from it too, where they're like, that is life where I've seen people's Twitters and the fucking handle is I talk wrestling. It's like, oh my fucking God, like this is their life. Like I live, breathe. I'm going to kill myself if there's no wrestling. Um, but yeah, what are you going to not do that anymore? Do you, is that something you enjoy or, or what's, what is, what's the, the Iggy over there? Well, as I said, we were going to talk about it to the end, but I'll answer this one question and then okay. we'll, we'll, we'll shove it to the end. I honestly don't think... I, I think people would rather we just talk about the show. Um, but but to answer that question, is just it's just simple. Um, I've always... So there was, a, there was a period where I was quite clearly autographing and it was a lot of... And it was a lot of graft in my early 20s. I'm talking like 20, 21... Mm -hmm where we'd like try and find hotels and we'd use a wrestler's real name to say, oh, and say something like, oh, I'm just double checking. I'm in a non-smoking room or just <laughs> anybody. And, and to, to see, and it would always be the closest five-star hotel to the arena. Um, and afterwards, we had a pretty good sort of understanding, good, good catalog of hotels where we knew that they would go in certain cities and whatnot. So we would, we would autograph. It would be an extra income um, mm. uh, as like as I was I was at university um, and just just after university. But after the Big Brother, I couldn't do that anymore. Can't be getting other people's autographs when I'm in the public eye mm -hmm. myself. So that 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 all completely stopped. Then obviously, like through knowing the wrestlers, now it's a case of you know I can go and do what you know, what was beyond um, what was beyond me then, which is actually drinking with people, going into rooms, hanging out, having text conversations, pitching booking ideas, giving opinions about what we saw on TV. I can do these podcasts or via text and real voice notes with real wrestlers. Mm -hmm. So, it's, you know, I go back and forth here with, with you, but I'm still a fan and I can actually go back and forth with, other people and I know everybody's opinions on Triple H and Vince and every when that whole thing went down. I know the Vince guys and I know the Triple H guys, um, and I know that's not as smooth sailing as, as people think. Um, but at the same time, if you don't put the time in, you don't get the information, um, you don't get the free tickets, you don't get the news, 
Uh, you don't get bailed out at WrestleMania when ticket when um, StubHub fuck you over. Mm-hmm. Somebody doesn't come out. Somebody doesn't rescue you and get you into the building. None of that happens. So it's showing face two times a year. It's like why do you do a podcast? Why do you keep in touch with with certain people? You do it because you know because you choose to do it. Like you think it's you think they're important enough to your life. Me going to a wrestler hotel and catching up with the seven or eight people that I know and going into the hotel room or meet or meeting them in the gym or helping them or giving them my gym, like, you know, this, this, when they're at this particular hotel, I give them my gym pin. I'm a member of that gym opposite the hotel. I know that their hotel gym is shit. So all through his weekend, they're saying to me, Oh, can so-and-so use your, I'm not using naming names, but can so-and-so use your code? Can so-and-so use your code? Oh, I've just given your code to shut to so-and-so. So I could get banned from that gym for that because people, black, white, and no one Asian, has used my code to, to get in. To I've, I've, had, I've had eight entries in the same day into the gym across the road from the hotel um, from people on the roster that used my pin to use that gym. Um, but it's cool because I didn't pay to go to the show and it was a fucking expensive show to go to for other people. Um, it was sold out after a day, but I didn't pay fuck all to do it. And neither did Austin and Austin got a whole bunch of photos and autographs and he's, um, wanted his prime bowl signed and he's never met Cody Rhodes. And I can't remember who else he'd, he'd never met. It was a couple of other people this time around. Um, I can't remember. I'll have to look through. And um and yeah, it's um it's honestly it's not fuck it's not taxing for me to do it. It's 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 just it's just the same for me, it's the same as talking to anybody that I that I keep in touch with. Some of my strongest relationships, people I've known at university, um, people I saw every day at uni and been to their weddings and whatnot. I'm now seeing them three to four times a year because of um, what happened at COVID. They've got too many children, too many commitments. To to the wives are too used to what COVID did, and now I'm seeing them three to four times a year. Um, it's about the same amount that I see certain wrestlers that I talk to. But also, like you know, when when we have a group chat, I don't see Umar every day. I don't see you. I don't mm. see Nick. Even Dan, my um, mate Dan, with the escort agency, who lives. 20 minutes from me i see him maybe once a month so these guys also the ones are people i'm texting every time i watch any wrestling anytime anything in the dirt sheet why would i not go and see them what 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 sense would that make if they're in my country and when i'm in their country why would i not go and see them and speak to them they're getting me tickets we're 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 talking and gossiping all the time um you know chit-chatting about the product that we all follow they're in it i'm watching it um the question you asked is stupid but i'm dissecting it for you so you realize how stupid it is well i mean this is what's always asked and that's why i want you to explain it because this is always fucking questions and always what people jump on your fucking balls about um i could care less if if you enjoy to do it you enjoy to do it that's all it is to me it's also worth noting that I'm not the only person that's there. I may be the only person who does that and then goes on a podcast or whatever, but there's other people that the wrestlers will know mm-hmm. that have, for example, 
memorabilia sites. There's a guy that I knew from who listened to K100 who also had memorabilia sites. So they'll see him uh, at the airports. He'll go to airports. He'll go to hotels. He'll know some of the guys. He'll hold private signings. There's guys in the UK who hold private signings. They hold uh, conventions, things like that. There's some people in the UK who just like to hang out and party with the guys and they'll bring the party goods. Uh, they'll be able to source alcohol at 1 a.m. in the morning. They'll be able to do uh, bring things that that, that that the wrestlers want, for example. Uh, there'll be there'll be there's there's a couple of brothers there, um, a couple of Asian brothers. I'm not going to name anybody who are involved in um, the promotional side of things as well. Again, um, autographing scenes, putting up um, independent events, putting up private signings. There's there's basically um, and rats as well. Let's not forget rats. <laughs> certain rats that will come in. Um, that there's there's wannabe rats and there's rats. There's rats who are actually invited and there's wannabe rats. There's girls that want to get plowed through, um, who who make it their goal to be plowed through, but aren't actually at the level to be plowed through unless the wrestlers are really desperate. But there's other girls that will be invited there. I also know some of them, but. This is just London and some of the people that I talked to, um, this particular guy I mentioned lives in New York. In every single state, in every single city, wrestlers will be connected to different people. This isn't an incredible story of, 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 of me being this one person who knows people and knows info and gets tickets. No, I'm a person who met them through some different means where I was within the company at first through, I was autographing first. Then I was in the company where I was doing some bits for them through big brother, through having the same, um, the same promo company, the same promotional uh, agency. And then after that, obviously there was the tie in through the betting where I was out with the guys one night. That was just through a long standing relationship through the time where I was in the WWE and also a few of my guys from British wrestling had just signed with the WWE. So I was just out with the guys in New Orleans and then the betting stuff come, which pricked up the ears of a few other guys and I expanded my, my contacts. But every person has their own story from New York to Florida to California to Manchester to wherever. These guys travel around the world and they will accumulate friends and make friendships all over. Am I reporting news? Yes. Am I on a podcast? Yes. Have I been involved with the company? Yes. That's my story. It's one of a thousand stories. I'm not doing anything special. I don't think I'm special because I get tickets. But the fact is, I do. Nobody's ever, 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 ever kicking me out of a hotel that I've booked because somebody fucking told me to be there to hang out do you understand it's not special i i could meet up you could for example if you'd come to mania and you'd been with me at in california and you got talking to brett the hitman Hart in the hotel who talks to everybody you could be friends with brett hart right now and and have his phone number and have a relationship and you could be talking to brett and he'd be like oh hey cav when you're coming are you going to be at mania this year and you say yeah brett i'll see you there and then you'd be friends with him and then you'd have your own thing it's so easy that they're just people and I'm a person there's, there's geeks and marks and dorks who will never be in the capacity or have the capability of, of formulating these friendships. But I'm not that fucking guy. I'm not that fucking dork. I'm not that loser. 
I'm not that person. And, and a lot of these other guys aren't either. The people that I associate with, the people that I go to wrestling shows with, uh, my, my, my buddy, Ollie, um, the, these two um, Asian brothers that I mentioned, my mate Dan, the escort agency owner, my mate Craig was in the group chat, Umar, yourself, Nick. Nobody there is a fucking loser. Nobody there is a low-income uh, Mark Stinky Dork. So you're all fine to be friends on some level with 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 wrestlers and to, to have them contact you with when they're in their city. There's there's, there's nothing here um, which which makes me or anybody else that has these relationships special in any city, other than the fact unless you're a girl who's coming in and getting banged by them. And I know a couple of girls that do that too. So. So yeah, I mean, let's let's just put all the cards on the table and, and really explain how basic this is. So, what is your um, opinion, thoughts, and everything of that Cena was the nice surprise and uh, dropped kind of a fucking bombshell about? I mean, if they are saying, "Oh, I'm trying to you know politic or whatever you want to say to get Mania to London." I would think they already have something in the works because why would you say that and then just go, well, it's not happening? They've been saying it for years. Like when Cena was here and he was working a dark match, he used to say it all the time and, and nothing came to fruition. But the to do this is, on a pay-per-view that, like that, that's fucking some major... That looked like they knew it was on its way. No. I Well, <laughs> I know the next three are not... I know that none of the next three are on their way. And... Time is a healer, and hopefully <laughs> the the cracks will the heal over that promo because I don't want WrestleMania here. Um, really? So, no, absolutely not. Why not? Absolutely, I can't think of anything else. I don't like the fans. I don't like the soccer chants. I don't like huh. the. Um, I don't like. I don't like the atmosphere. I don't like the people that go. I don't like English. The English people. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the. Fa- I don't like. I don't like the fact that people should just that people just get given shit all the time. Like it's like if you want to go to WrestleMania, you know what? Go and work harder or or sacrifice and save money and go to the place where it's supposed to be. If you want to go to the Super Bowl, then you go and fucking earn the money and make the sacrifices that you need to make to go to the Super Bowl. If I want to go to the Super Bowl, I don't expect them to put it at Wembley Stadium. I expect to fucking work my ass off and make sacrifices to go to the Super Bowl. WrestleMania doesn't belong anywhere else, but in the US is where it's supposed to be because that's part of the whole reason that I go to visit different states and places. And I don't want that taken away from you. And you can turn around and go, oh, well, you know, you could just go to a rumble or you just, it's only one year or whatever. No, I, I like the fact that I, I'm in this country and there is, um, you know, around about 10, maybe 15,000 people, less than that probably, just un- under 10,000 people, I would say, who have been to WrestleMania from this country. And suddenly that's going to be up to 70,000. And even though it'll always be, oh, you just went to the UK one, that that's still something. I, I don't think that it belongs here. I don't want it here. I prefer it where it is. I don't think it's logistically possible anyway, because the cost, WrestleMania is your money-making event. Do you really want to go to your um, to, to your partners and say, "Oh yes, um, our ref- WrestleMania revenue was half this year because we had to send a hundred guys over to the UK, where to buy, buy more expensive hotel rooms, um, less fans uh, attended because um, 
because it wasn't a, a desirable location because it's so expensive to go to. Uh, you also have the, the time issue. And although, yeah, you know, it's not it's not really um, a big deal now with pay-per-views anymore, mm. you're still going to have sponsors and whatnot who are going to be hesitant to advertise in a 3 p.m. time slot or 12 p.m. for you. So I think it's all different going to Saudi when you get your money up front. And if the royal family were going to pay $100 million for it, then they would have more of a chance of getting it. But I don't still don't think it's going to happen. It's okay with, with, with a smaller pay-per-view. If that set the ground for we're going to give you SummerSlam again, whatever, that would be fine. And so, SummerSlam being here one time was was cool as well. And even bringing it back or even doing it here every year. Like, I don't, I don't care about that. I don't want WrestleMania here. There should never, uh-huh. ever, ever be UK WrestleMania. I'm not, I'm not for that at all. I think you fucking, instead of having this culture where everything just comes to you, go out, work hard, get, get, get work harder at work, get, or get a better job or save your money or do the normal things. Get your fucking shit together and go, go to the States. That's what you need to do. Not everything should come to you. Like, why, why should it? Why should it come to these fucking lazy fucks who, to, who, who just sit there and, and cry and, oh, we deserve it, we deserve it. Why do you deserve it? Because you're a rowdy crowd who have, your own, who have your own thing that's all stolen by football. If you fucking idiots even went to football, I'd understand. But all you do is you sit at home, you can't afford to go to football matches, um, and you just watch football on TV, so you're not real football fans, and then you steal the chance from football grounds and take them to wrestling. No, that's just loser shit. I don't want to see that in, at WrestleMania. I am shocked by that. I am completely shocked that you would not want that there. I was like, hell, I'd actually consider going because I've always wanted to go to fucking England. So and I'm like, well, maybe I we could do that. I don't know. It's one of the places oh. I would like to go. I, You know what? I was such a Bulldogs fan. I wanted to be fucking English at one point. I fucking loved England. I was just always way into it. I don't know why. That's probably the only reason why it's the Bulldogs. It's a fucking shithole. Um, it's too. It's expensive <laughs> to live. The weather. The weather is like the weather's horrendous. The people are fucking morons. Everyone's miserable and depressed. Um, we've got a massive immigration problem where people come in and just get handed everything. Um, there's. It's dangerous in in, in so many places. Um, I would wow. never, ever, ever live. It. I'm a prisoner in this fucking country. When you're moving, you're having, moving to Florida, right? That's where you're. That's what you're. Wish well, I got someone. I, I got somebody pregnant, and I'm sentenced to 18 years of, of UK time. <laughs> um, so that's that's how that's how it is. But I mean, I would never want WrestleMania here. I would wow. I would never choose. I would never choose to live here. I almost rather. I almost it would be better. Like for, I I just I just want it anywhere. Like I would want it anywhere else where I get to visit somewhere to go to see. WrestleMania. I, I actually would prefer them to, to put it in Australia. Uh, not oh, that I boy. not that I like Australia. I, I'd even like go to rest the WrestleMania in Saudi if Saudi were able to buy WrestleMania. Mm. But I think we're safe anyway for for three years or so because I think the the upcoming schedule is Philadelphia, Minnesota, Nashville. I think really um, that's the it's thought. Gonna, that's I think that's the next three. Jeez. I see. I was like, "Oh, it's going to." Uh, I thought forty-one would be fucking England. Nah, I, 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 and I don't want that. And I, and I would prefer it as well. Like, you know, there's certain states I don't want it at as well. I just like WrestleMania 
to, to when they always go back and keep going back to, to Florida, mm-hmm. Florida, New Orleans. I, I, I hate New York too. New York, New York's next worst after England. I don't want to go New York ever again. Like I don't want to, I don't want it in London and I don't want it in New York. I hate those places. I hate those two cities, New York, London and New York. I don't want it. I don't want it in either one of those two. Hmm. Nothing for me to see at all. I wouldn't even consider it a vacation to go to New York. It's like I've been there so many times. So, and it's expensive as far. It's just expensive, yeah. and there's nothing like good about it whatsoever. Like honestly, you, you you're coming over here, and you'll just be people will just be financially raped by the hotel rooms alone, unless you stay miles and miles and miles out of London. I didn't. I didn't even like that pay per view that they did in Wales. Like having mm. to pay, having to pay three hundred pound a night to go and stay in Wales. There's nothing in Wales. It's just it's just UK weather. I don't understand why I was why I was going out there. It's just it's, it was just a waste. It was just a, it was just a, it was just a pay per view that I obviously felt obligated to go to. But you know, the month before, it was I spent it the same amount of money going to SummerSlam as I did to go to Clash of the Castle. Mm. So. I mean, it's it, it doesn't not nothing over here appeals to me at all. I, I just I I would rather us just continue going back to giving UK Raws Raws and Smackdowns, um, and maybe you know this the one sort of charity charity chuck away pay per view per year. I mean, this was a really this was a really good one, but there's nothing about the whole crowd or the atmosphere here that made me think, oh wow, we we deserve it. It's so entitled like to, to to say that it's so it's so pathetic to turn around and say oh we're such a great crowd because we do this and and we do that so what that's like turning around and saying that that um that we're better than chicago or we're better than montreal or we're better than um or just just toronto fans all these other all these other good crowds no, no one's entitled to wrestlemania like you don't you don't go it's not an audition for you to get wrestlemania that's pathetic it's just pathetic. Just fucking like what? Why are you trying to become the show? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I get it to a point. And, and but when you see it on TV, it's always it, it's from this standpoint over here. It's uh, entertaining to see a crowd that's that's way into it. And I don't know if it's like particularly London. It's it's there's certain cities like you were saying, like a Montreal and Chicago and stuff like that, where <laughs> I think they should ban going to certain places and only go to hotbeds because it's such a fucking joke half the other places um well the aw tried that aw tried that by primarily going to vegas and and chicago and then they ended up overexposing it mm-hmm. because you can't just go and back and back and back and back and back but like i said for me it's not a london thing either it's not london it's not going to be no different in manchester or whatever yeah i understand like the uk has a has a different vibe, whatever, and it might be fun for people. Cool, just just keep giving them the pay-per-view, one pay-per-view a year. They'll continue to sell out. There's no need to give them a mania. There's absolutely no need to give them a, a mania and going to that point. Because then you're reward once you start rewarding crowds, then all then all shows will start becoming about how the crowds can get themselves over. You're gonna you're basically then um fueling this problem of crowds crowds trying to get themselves over you're basically saying oh london won like mm. the crowd in london won but what about the whole city what about the fact it's a fucking shithole what about the fact that you <laughs> you could get stabbed in like half the places you walk around in london or what about that 
What about the fact that London has a massive immigration problem? What about the fact that it's fucking ridiculously overpriced to be here? What about the fact that the weather is shit? So you want to come here and you want to be in a crowd for four hours because they do, they steal chants from soccer. And yet you want to have a shitty holiday in a cold, expensive country with morons walking around. Really? That's what you want to do? <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't come here, ever. Uh, never. I would never visit. What was your uh, takeaways from the pay-per-view? What was uh, some highlights for you? What did you like? I, I think uh, Logan Paul is a fucking fantastic. We, we've talked about him before. And <laughs> just for a guy who, you know, barely fucking does this and how well he's picked it up. Yeah, I, I, obviously, obviously that bump he took was was scary because they didn't obviously get over the rope the first time, mm -hmm. and they had the Spanish fly. Um, when I'm earning that kind of, or if I was earning that kind of money, um, even actually with the money I'm earning now, there's no way you're getting me to to do that move. So I, I would never be doing or taking that move and and risking that. He's, you know, you're one inch away from breaking your neck, and then everything's gone. Prime, YouTube, all of the, all of the incu, um, uh, impulsive, all of the income streams that you have um, are gone when you land two or three inches the other way. So, yeah, I wouldn't be taking that. I'd be trying to work a little bit safer. But the fact that he's even going out there and is and is willing to do it, and as I said, I always come back to the same thing. When you're looking at a a Lana. Or um, a lot of the guys in in AEW. When you pick out specific guys in in, in AEW, um, who's I think Orange Cassidy's really bad. When you zoom in on his offense, when he's miss, missing punches and and things like that. But there's a lot of guys that there's a lot of guys who are very very poor workers, and um, you just you just look at specific individual people. I mean, I just turn you to the AEW botch's Twitter account, and and you can see everything there. Um, he embarrasses people. He embarrasses people that he's able to come in and do this. And it makes it look really easy. And it really highlights the, the wrestlers that are bad. If those, if those people who cannot work to this level and have been in the industry four or five years, you should really think about doing something else. And at the same time, even those that are good, if you're looking at somebody like a, a Seth Rollins or a, a Kenny Omega, guys like that, you think to yourself, well, are they, how hard is it to get good? Because how good would he be if he'd been doing it as long as them? So it does it does have two sides to it. Whereas it's phenomenal from his part that he is that good, but it also shines a light on everybody else. And you wonder, or oh, how good is Seth, and how talented do you have to be to be as good as the Usos, and how come Lana could never learn to do anything, <laughs> or Dana Brooke, people like that. So, so yeah, um, honestly, I, I think that Logan Paul is is better than every woman who does this already um which tells you already that we are not equal as sexes because a man just came in and in in a few months and got better than every woman who ever did this <laughs> um so that that's a and um and yeah i think he's a little bit below the usos seth rollins kenny omega a few other guys in that bracket where you want to be that that wrestler that daniel bryan Shawn michaels bret hart the wrestler but who, he doesn't need to be that, does he? The fact that he's even just behind those guys, and um, and he's able to talk and bring in who he bring the eyes, bring in the eyes that he brings in, he should be at some point the the, the champion. He should have won this match. 
I don't, I don't think LA Knight or or Priest who did win it should have won this match. That that was a big. Um, How about my, my bragging point that I picked Priest that I said this is what they should do. So I really started to think that uh, Finn was going to win. When I said, oh, my God, they're going to do my idea of uh, Priest doing this and then Finn winning and then constantly with a side eye, you know? Um, so I was uh, well, I mean, thrilled with Priest. I think the TV kind of is, is telling you that Finn Balor might get another match. And if that's the case, it kind of makes you question why they, why they made another belt. Because everybody was turning around and saying, oh, we need to get this belt of Roman. And, well, who's having more compelling programs? Is Rollins having these bangers with all of these people that were deprived of title shots. No, because mm. he's out there having back to looking like he's having back-to-back pay-per-view matches with Finn Balor. Your prospective cash-in is Damian Priest. Um, there aren't a whole line of opponents that Rollins could face. If he faces Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar probably has to be him. If he faces Cody, then that gets in the way of, of Cody getting back round to Roman. Yeah. So your two top guys on Raw are kind of X'd out at the moment. So then you don't have anybody left to face. You can't have Drew because Drew can't come in and lose straight away. So Drew's gone for Gunther. And I'm not even sure that that Drew can necessarily win that. Either. I didn't think he was um, because we have to still beat that record, right? How, how far away is that record? The record is a month after SummerSlam. I think it's September uh, the 7th or the 8th. Thing like that so i mean you could get out of SummerSlam with a disqualification yeah. something like that and then record and, and loses to drew afterwards but it's bad for drew to come in and lose this unless he loses in in a shitty way and gets frustrated and snaps and starts to turn heel and then he moves and he moves on to becoming a rollins opponent after that mm-hmm. but or you know if gunter does lose in a uh it does does if they do a schmoz finish and then Gunther does lose to Drew, and that frees up Gunther to go on and face Rollins, and then Rollins has a real opponent for a while. Um, but ultimately, this necessity to have a, a world, uh, a two, two champions, has not been vindicated because the belts are nowhere near equal. Rollins will never, ever main event a show that, that Roman's on. They won't, they won't even try to make these belts look equal. Um, what else do you want to talk about from this uh, pay-per-view before we go into our final spiel? Yeah, my my one significant takeaway is that um, obviously it's a solid it's a solid pay-per-view. There's things on there that obviously just had to be on there. The women's the women's money in the bag. No major takeaway from that. No. Um, my my seat at this pay-per-view was was handpicked for the the Cody belt which we got um because i just so badly wanted to post up photos <laughs> of of austin meeting cody and getting the belt and, and everything just because that was such a big you hate cody that thing at wrestlemania you, you hate cody and you fucking oh you're a hypocrite and all this and i knew it was all coming and i i put fishing rod the fishing rod emoji on every single post because I just loved fucking doing these people and that's the thing and, that, and that's what you need to understand if you're going to turn around and you're going to fucking twist my words if you can't fucking listen if you don't have the intelligence and if you don't have the foresight to go and listen to the actual words and understand the context of me saying I think Roman this is the best thing they've ever done I think Roman has more things that he can do which has 100% been proven right I think he's going to win I don't think finishing the story means anything. 
I think it's too insider for you to have to understand. I think the dusty thing is a stretch. I want to see a real story told on television where this guy goes through some shit on the TV, not backstage stuff, not I started a company, not I went to AEW, not my daddy almost won this belt. No, none of that stuff. Like real stuff on TV, like what you're doing with Brock Lesnar right now. Do a real story on TV and come back to winning the belt. I have no problem with him winning the title. I clearly said it. I had a problem with him winning it this year, and I did not feel it was too right. I also do think that he's a vanilla wrestler, but I also think that vanilla is probably the best-selling ice cream in the world. So there's nothing wrong with being vanilla. But even Cody himself will tell you, he is a white meat babyface. And I've never been a fan. Uh, They've never been my favorite guys. But I accept that white white meat babyfaces will always be the main uh, the main person that promotions want to push in this industry white meat baby faces are are easy to sell to to children and they're easy to market as role models and somebody who looks like cody will be able to move merch as a white meat baby face i know what's coming i know i see the writing on the wall this is his championship reign is inevitable and i don't fucking hate him and i explain that to you and everything was all about not him not him not winning last year because it was all about Roman Reigns and it was all about me saying quite clearly as a Reigns fan, not as a Cody hater and a fan of this story that this is the best thing we got going. Do not take it off TV yet. Uh, not Do not because I think there's so many things you can do. What are we watching? We're watching more and more theater from this every single week and to just transition Right from that to the other thing I wanted to say, um, the main event was perfectly done. I think if you're handing out five stars, you need to hand it out to things like this because throughout that match, um, you had obviously the crowd getting into it, which Cav loved so much that he thinks that WrestleMania should be here. Um, that's Mania how much for he England, loved. Baby, I'm going to campaign. I'm going to ca- campaign for it. <laughs> Yeah, so 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 that works. But what really worked is everything that they've done leading into it. Those characters are super over uh, from the entrances to even the warm up part of the match. You know, the the, the lead in, like the um, the rest spots and everything else like that. The crowd interacted with that um, stand up if you hate Roman, etc. All of that kind of stuff. They've earned that. They've all earned that from what they've done on television. And then when you went home. The you saw the benefits of one team having the record-breaking tag run and the other two guys who never, ever lose, particularly Roman and even Solo, who has only been pinned twice since last September. So you, you, you saw all of that. You saw the fact that the Simone spike over as a finisher. You saw the fact that he said, stack him, stack him up and pin him. He's yeah. done that before. That got over as a believable finish in this match. Then you had the the heart back to the low blow, a story like they told when Roman beat Jey Uso in, in 2020. So you had everything there, all of the elements of the story, all the work has been done previously. They planted all the seeds, and then when you watered it in this match, when you watered the seeds in the match, um, everything blossomed because they put all the work in. That's what worked. That's a five-star match. Every single kick out was, was met with a massive reaction because every single finisher had, had credibility and every single wrestler had credibility. 
And that credibility has been built up over the years. That's how you book wrestling. You had four seemingly unbeatable people in that ring. And that came together with, with unbeatable moves. And that came together and made that five-star match. That's my opinion. Well, you know, Dave won't give five stars unless it's uh, his boyfriend's over there, which is but what do you think, ridiculous. What do you think about that? In terms of when, when I always give credence to the work going, when I always give credence to the work and the importance of yes. things going in, in, going in. Because those those finishers and the, the they did basic things. It's they all did the callbacks, and, and they got kicked out. Yeah, exactly. But but that's why history matters. That's why history and credibility matters. You can't you can't just throw some Jap in there with some American and say, yeah. oh, he's great and he's great and just let's fucking let's let's make music together. No, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, I mean, you can have like an aesthetically pleasing match where you go, it's it's a great match for just a match. But then when you have a great match, technically, if you want to say, and then plus storyline involved. Storyline to me makes a match. Like I tell people, and I've told you, like my favorite um, match of all time is not even a really a good match. It is, and it is Tuesday in Texas, Jake versus Macho Man. That's my absolute fucking favorite. And why? Because it was crazy fueled storyline from the snake biting. It was a quick, stupid finish. It wasn't. A, it was a nothing match, but it is the aftermath, where then Jake is DDTing Macho Man ten times, and then slaps Elizabeth in the face. It's fucking wild that whole thing, and it's the intensity of the blood rivalry and all that kind of stuff. So that makes something better for me than actual like a match. I mean. I could go obviously to Sean and Undertaker, which is another fucking fantastic thing, or or Triple H Undertaker with Sean as the ref. That's another fucking unbelievable match, and and Michaels and Angle, shit like that. Like those are the ones that stick out. It's like Michael Jackson had a great music career, and, and like there's always there was always people who collaborated and sang different you know different vocals on his on his tunes uh, on on his music. There was always like. Um, Oh, there was, you know, there was, I think there was a girl who, yeah, there, there was a girl who, like, some, she had a great voice and she was on on one of his singles um, where where he used a, a female vocalist and, and whatever. And, and you've had these little collaborations, but when he got together with his sister, it was much bigger. And yeah. if Michael Jackson had never said, okay, I'm, I'm doing something with Prince. And we're, we're going to do, we're going to do a record together. It's, it's that kind of thing. It, because people, because the history there, is immediately oh my god they're gonna fucking do they, it'll be overhyped and overblown but at the end of the day that that's two people coming together with a massive bill a build up where it would be a case of oh I heard they didn't like each other I heard they mm -hmm. do like each other is it gonna be like it's gonna be such an easy sell like to to promote that tour record whatever they ended up doing and that and that's kind of how it is when you've added all these credibility to people and, and, and they come together. That's always the case, even in, in other sports where, um, you know, the other in, in tennis at the moment, like you have um, Alcaraz and Djokovic on two sides of the draw, world number one, and Djokovic is the GOAT who's number two in the world. And people want to see them come together in a final. It works when undefeated boxers are going to face each other. At the end of the month, Terence Crawford is going to face Errol Spence and they're both um, undefeated fighters and they, win, and they say the winner will be everybody's pound for pound best that that works like you know all of these things it works in everything sports music whatever it worked here it worked here in this match um 
Kenny Omega versus Ching Chong Ding along um, <laughs> doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't doesn't work for me. Uh, I know it works for some people, but that, I I also think that these people have had their their narratives go. They go along with the narratives that these people these people create for them. And I don't think that they're they're free thinking enough to to actually really take a take a step back and go. Do I really like this? Am I really interested in this? Why am I interested in this? What what is it about this that I want to see? Other than the fact that what happens is they become Dave Meltzer fans. But this is this is what's happening. You you've got you've got people who are fans of Meltzer rather than the wrestling, and they'll and they'll. And they'll they'll live his they'll live his, their own fantasies become his fantasies like his fantasies become their fantasies like they, they'll mm-hmm. fantasize about about what what they it's like it's almost like him giving out porn links for that like it's like if there was a if there was somebody who was a porn critic and started giving out his own links and said you got you should like this porn or you should like oh I'm into I'm into big black cocks right now so you you need to be and you need to watch this. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Like how are you not liking your own thing? Yeah, it's somebody's taste. So it's how could you? Right. You know, not everybody yeah. gonna have the same taste. Yeah, like it's it's like a food it's like a food critic saying I I like this and then you stop eating everything he eats. It doesn't <laughs> stupid. So I wanted to address something before we fucking left because uh, I don't know if you saw the fucking uh, uproar that I got people into this last week. <laughs> I thought you. I I know about your uproar, and also the one of my own, which I actually haven't even. I've reached a point with my one where it's like I can't be bothered. I'm not even gonna. I've got all these people blocked. People are sending me what I can't see. Yeah, and it's just like, dude. I I, I booked the hotel. I went to a show with my son. My son. My son got some autographs. Nobody kicked me out. Nobody's ever kicking me out. I don't, I'm not in the, no one's in a position to kick me out of anywhere. Nothing happens. I didn't see this prick. I didn't know he was in the same hotel. I didn't know he was, uh, he wasn't even actually staying in the same hotel. He he was only there for press. Uh, I didn't know he was going money in the bank. He's a pro AEW guy. I fully expect him to be over here for for that. So it's like, you know, he, 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 he was here and didn't say anything about me while he was in my country. But he's doing all this talking and has all these stories when he was home. He has the same stories that some idiot told you and you actually shot down. So let, let's do yours. And okay. then, and then I tell you what, you do yours and you do mine because you know, yes, what everything gotta, about mine. A, yes. And you, yeah. And I got, and I got you even have the, you, yeah. So, uh, so I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. Like, so I'll let you just, yeah, do, and it'll, do be, it very, all and it'll be very quick with yours too, because it's very uh, simple and easy. And I'll chip in. I'll chip in if there's any sure. any holes, but otherwise, honestly, honestly, it's not it's not worth my time. So my big uproar this week. All of a sudden, I wake up to you know all these fucking tweets, and there is a show called Hey EW, which <clears throat> is usually it's very funny. I, that RJ said he's fucking brilliant. He's quick on his feet. He's fucking good. He did a show for twelve minutes roasting fucking Sky Blue. Having her read something, telling her what poor life decisions she is making, and you could see she's not a genius and uh, comes off this way. So he's just he's making fun the whole time, right? And that's fine. And 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 so we notice this, of course, and it's fucking great because it's like wow, 
she uh i i had no clue i had no idea right so i make a joke on my show and we make a tiktok out of it and the joke was um we call <clears throat> we found out like her boyfriend is a uh, fletcher uh i don't even know his other name of uh, we call him fletcher cox just cuz it's fucking funny um so i said oh i found out fletcher is really good at fucking and how do i know this because he fucked sky blue's brains out did you see this fucking show? So we make fun of that, right? All of a sudden, I we get a fucking tweet. If you want to block a, a fucking dog shit fucking account, block Lingus Mafia. And I'm like, and first of all, so a lot of wrestling fans are fucking whack jobs. We know this, and that their life revolves around this, and it's the only thing, end all, be all. You better not say anything about this. It's like talking about somebody's mother, right? And a lot of people who listen to this show are on uh, the normal wavelength of us that watch it and, okay, that's fine, and you're done. Then you have the other ones that listen to the show uh, in order to uh, try to get you or something. So uh, it's block these people. And that always makes me laugh because it isn't anyone that I'm following or read or anything, and they're blocking me, and I'm like, what does that do? I don't know what that fucking does. It's fucking retarded. It's I'm blocking. Well, if I'm not looking at you in contact, why, what the fuck do I care if the Pope blocked me? I don't look at his shit either. So it's a lot of people. And then it's, oh, fuck. It's the holier than thou people that follow up with tweeting and, oh, heavens to Murgatroyd. And they grab their pearls and they're like, oh, my fucking God. I can't believe you said it. And I'm like. So a whole show attacked her to her face. I fucking said one line agreeing with that show, and I'm the asshole. Okay, that's fine. And But these fucking people that go off on this, I guarantee you they think they're the fucking white knights. And they go, Sky's going to see that I defended her, and she's going to be in love with me. She's going to either want to be my best friend or want to fuck me because I defended her. And these fucking disgusting human beings that I've seen. And I'm shocked, you know, kudos to them for even posting their fucking pictures on Twitter because some of these are fucking scary. And I'm like, how how would you fucking post your picture being this much of a fucking dis disgusting slob? Um, but then I get another guy. This is the fucking greatest. So they start going back into your tweets trying to find stuff on you. And I'm like, yeah, every single fucking tweet that is posted by us. I'm not taking anything down. I don't give a fuck what you like or not. And mm -hmm. there was a tweet I had from the last AEW pay-per-view. And it says, I'm taking, I'm shooting my shot. I'm making a prediction. I know nothing, but my prediction is that we will see Lana show up, whoever she is, right? She'll show up in the Miro match. And I said, and and why not? It's better than, she's not doing anything other than, you know, uh, selling pictures of her pussy online anyway. So, she could get a job in something like that. Paraphrase. Um, a fucking guy goes and goes, I don't normally tag people and, and do this kind of thing, but I thought it was right to do. And he tags Miro and goes, these people apparently have a problem with your wife um, and po and then tag her too and say, if these guys ever go to an AEW show, they deserve to have their heads clean at toilet. <laughs> I was like, you fucking pointed out to the guy, hey, this guy said this about your wife. <laughs> I'm like, 
What a fucking loser. I, I, it is fucking startling to me to see this. And I go like days later and I go to look at Miro and Lana's fucking profile. Yeah, guess what? We're not blocked. And and they get so upset too because they're like, oh, what's even worse is AEW wrestlers actually follow them. Hobbs follows them. Rosa follows them. I forget who the hell else follows us, but it was, it was, and I'm like, I didn't even know they followed me. And it's like, listen, they're not sitting there listening to my tweets in the first place, you know, with these follow. Oh my God. Because you know, these people would die to have a real life wrestler follow them. And they've, I've seen in people's fucking profiles they, that say yeah. a date. They, they, they used to tag Drew McIntyre to me and used to go, oh, do you prove of this? Yes. Do you prove of that? <laughs> They think they're going to go, I don't like you anymore. I'm not going to be your friend. And they say they have a date on their profile of the date somebody followed them or the date that their tweet was liked by somebody. And I'm like, wow, that is some fucking hardcore loser shit. So, you know, they're like, I can't believe they're followed by this person. And then they go, no wonder. And they start going through, like, they go through all of our followers and find out who's following. And they go, oh, of course. Uh, they're followed by uh, Russo and and that scumbag Billy Body and this it's always this and then someone's like yeah that's that uh, ass kisser of Billy Body and I and we me and Fausty laugh they go well if they ever listen to the fucking show they would hear Billy go oh you're the least person who kisses my ass I gotta deal with your bullshit all the time <laughs> so I'm like these fucking I, I I am so wrestled the fuck out I do it on my Patreon. Because I am paid to do it on my Patreon, I could be completely done with it. But listen, people like to listen to it. They pay me for it. Come football season, when it comes to this Dirty Sheet show, I am not doing fucking another show of wrestling. I will be doing a show every week with Billy doing football. And normal fucking uh, nose-breathing people will fucking listen to the show and enjoy the show. Billy could get Brad with him to do this if he wants to continue fucking talking about wrestling or if he wants to take a fucking uh, off season for wrestling, which I would suggest you do. I don't think you need to fucking do this every week uh, and, and fucking kill yourself with this fucking stupid shit um, or do a 15 minute fucking dialogue of what you like this week or not. Um, but who knows? Maybe if you did it with Brad, it would fucking blow up even better. And God bless you if it fucking does. But I am wrestled the fuck out with these fucking weirdos. And um, like Billy always like he he does a lot of the attacking about these people. And I usually I sit back and laugh from it. And I, I don't go the whole you're a loser, you're a loser. There are a very good group of fucking losers. And the people who listen to this completely understand that group of losers and have seen them and see them at the shows and are probably the same as us and embarrassed when you go, I'm a wrestling fan, but not like, not like them. Don't, don't put me in that fucking group where this is their fucking life. They wake up in the morning and all they do is watch old shows and constant. That's the fucking life and no job, all that shit. So, um, yeah. So if you want to go see and be outraged, uh, go to our TikTok, and that's Lingus Mafia, and you'll you'll see the one with uh, you'll see old Fletcher Cox on the fucking uh, still shot, and uh, you tell me if that was the most horrific, horrible thing it's ever been said in their fucking in in the in human history, because it was a very fucking nothing line, and I laugh because it is always 
very predictable, and I said this on the last uh, WrestleLingus show that I do, at Lingus Mafia podcast. I said, it's hot and heavy for just a couple hours where everybody is screaming at you and everybody's hot and bothered, and then guess what? Poof. It is never mentioned again. It goes away because they get no fucking traction, and they're like, oh, they're trying to make a name for themselves from this. <laughs> And I'm like, oh my fucking God, the fucking scourge of the fucking earth where not one of these people would say this to your fucking face. They wouldn't have the balls to do anything but to ask for a fucking picture with you. Um, so, yes, uh, to those people that are so fucking uptight and have zero fucking sense of humor, first of all, go fuck yourselves. Um and I have no doubt that these people who clutch their fucking pearls would have had a fucking heart attack watching the Attitude Era. They would have been offended by everything known to fucking man in there. They would have written to Tide to fucking uh, stop advertising with WWE. Um, and then again, I they, think they maybe... The they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't because they're not free thinking enough. Their they, thinking is 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 um, influenced by the narrative. The current narrative is woke. Yes, wokeness. you're right. You're right. And, and, the, and the reporters are woke, and the woke reporters did not exist at the time. You know, Dave yep. tried to criticize a few bits here and there, but he wasn't loud enough, and he didn't have the, the backing enough. And he people wasn't, liked it he too much backed. and didn't fucking follow with it. Yeah, and, and, it, it was, and he wasn't... He wasn't backed by he wasn't backed by the rest of society because society at the same time, whilst Dave was having his little voice around the rest of society was Eminem and Dr. Dre and, and everything else that was and everything else that was going on. Comedians could actually be fucking comedians without being cancelled. Yeah. And and everything else. And, and and he didn't it wasn't loud enough. Now people are being cancelled. These people are being given the oxygen to complain. They can see the complaining and cancelling does work. And you can achieve that. It's amazing. And it gives them something gives them something to strive for. The only thing, they can't be the performers. They can't be the entertainers. They can't be relevant in any other way. They can't sit on here and have a podcast and generate this massive audience that we have for some reason every single week. I check the numbers and we don't ever lose a person. So, um, so yeah, like they, they, they can't do that. They're not talented uh, in, in any way. Um, they, they, they haven't they haven't achieved academically. They haven't achieved physically in terms of anything they've done in sport. They're not they're not physical specimens. They're not intelligent. They're not fucking girls because they're good looking. They're not they're not fucking girls because they've got money. Um, this is this is all they have left. They're just they're just here. They're just fucking embryos that develop <laughs> into fucking shit people, into shitty people who are disappointments to their parents, and they're very bitter and sour, and they're not going to achieve anything on this earth. They're actually wasting the oxygen that we breathe, and, and their existence is utterly pointless, and the only thing that they can do is bring other people down by trying to cancel them, and they live for canceling. They live, they said, I can't come up, so I will bring down. Yes. I will not be able yes. to get up and, and I will never be able to have anybody be interested in anything that I can say. But I can cancel someone. I, I have been now allowed to do that. And they, we and I do live in a society that supports that right now. Do you that, know, that's what they're all about. You know, they actually started throwing out, oh, the it's another uh, white men podcast. And I was like, how in the fuck did they, everybody's white that we're fucking talking about? <laughs> What the fuck are you talking? It turned into fucking white stuff and everybody was white. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, they're really fucking reaching. And you know what I say about how they'd have a heart attack with the Attitude Era? 
I think about it a little bit mm. and think maybe it would have actually helped them if they watched that, and they wouldn't have been like this. They would have been more open because they would have had all that humor back then. But the thing is, is that they go back and they, they there's channels on um, Instagram that are dedicated to burying the attitude era. There's there's channels because uh, constantly released. Uh, X Pac was Mark Henry. About, God forbid. World they, they, came yeah, to there's an, a, there's an constantly talking about Vince and how we should have known what he was like because he, with things like that he did with Stable yeah. and Stacy Keebler and lying about Stephanie. And there's 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 constantly um, there's there's entire Instagrams dedicated to burying the attitude era and how appalling it was, but which which can exist, now. which can exist. They they actually do want large parts of the attitude era cancelled, or they go down the route of saying, "Wow, I'm so glad that that like that things changed or that time, Jesus. Uh, that the thing that life that life improved." with time and that we don't have to watch stuff like this anymore. You that, imagine. That's what they, 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 there are really people that, that think that. Uh, to to uh, <coughs> mention the Billy thing. So I was mm. getting messages, DMs all the time about, you know, you ask your boy and, you know, he's lying to you. He got kicked out of his hotel again. And I have See, witnessed. How is that, that line alone, he got kicked out again of his hotel. <laughs> He got kicked out of his hotel. So he pa he paid for a hotel. Uh, he stayed at a hotel mm -hmm. on Friday. And that for hotel decided... Harassing the wrestlers. Yeah. So okay. here's, well, on, here's the thing. So I'm being told this, and I talk cordially to people. Because I said, well, here's what I know. And believe me, kids, if Billy got kicked out of a fucking hotel, it would be music to my ears because the ball busting I would have on this show... He's a buddy. I would bust his fucking chops left and right, and I would laugh. I, it would be funny as hell to me. So um, believe, believe me. So if this happened, <laughs> you would know about it from me. So I am very much a witness to this, and how am I a witness? So if I did the show with Billy last week for Money in the Bank, and it was only audio like we usually do, he could have then fooled me. He could have said he was at a hotel. Uh, I wouldn't know the difference. He could have been fucking at home, been like, fuck, I got kicked out, but I'm too embarrassed to tell anybody. Uh, I'll just say I'm at the hotel still. I'm on FaceTime with Billy, and it is not 8 o'clock at night his time where then, okay, he's kicked out at 9. It is 4 a.m. when I start the show with him. It is after 5 a.m. No. when we're fucking done. No, that's not right. That's it not is. Right. It's it's too, it was no, it was 1.30 a.m. that we started the show. And I and I can't and I cut the call off at two and we finished it after we finished it at three. Okay. Then I'm wrong. Okay. So all right. So then my 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 point goes to if he is kicked out of this fucking hotel, it's at three AM in the morning before money in the bank. Because I see him in the hotel, I see him in the lobby. I see his son sleeping on the fucking couches there because raw people are coming in. So I see all this. He goes in the middle of the show, which we cut out because he goes, I got to go. People well, let me are give here. you some context from that okay. before I get buried. Like before. Buried. So sure. Austin, so Austin was, um, Austin, Austin was asleep. Uh, Austin, Austin was going to sleep. And basically a buddy of ours comes and tells us that. 
um, the raw people are coming now. They've they've changed their plans from coming in the morning, mm-hmm. and they're now going to fly on Ryanair, which is an awful airline. Um, I've never heard of it. No, it's a, it's a British like it's a European airline. It's mm-hmm. kind of like if um, Spirit or JetBlue, uh, you know, the rest. Yeah, wrestlers. I was going to say JetBlue. If the wrestlers decided to randomly just we're going to come JetBlue, but but they did. They decided that they were going to come in the eve in in the evening. That they they managed somebody in their travel obviously secured a flight and their their private plane, which is coming in at ten. That they weren't going to get that. So I knew that he was going to be annoyed if he woke up in the morning and and they were all in or whatever. Considering that's why um, he wanted to be in the hotel. So I got him up and said, "Look." You need to. They're coming. What do you want to do? And I was expecting, if if he gave me a groggy no, yeah, it would be like okay, it'd be like it'd be he'd wake up in the morning. Like, what happened? What happened? Yeah, and I'd be like, I tried to wake you up, and you said no to me. Um, and then he would, it would be on him. Um, and so I made a half baked attempt to wake him up, straight <laughs> up. Okay, 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 I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. I was like, okay, but like, so you need to go and sleep downstairs. I then my friend Logan. He's on the other sofa, which I, who I showed you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, and it's, he's gone, he's left, he's got up and he's gone straight downstairs. He's the guy that told me. And I said, so you need to go on the sofa next to him and you need to carry on going to sleep because you'll be fucked tomorrow because yeah. it's more important that you enjoy the show. So Austin just basically came, came straight into the lift, went down the lift and went straight onto the sofa and resumed his sleep. Mm-hmm. So, so you carry that's that's just yeah, that yeah, part. It wasn't I, like I don't, was I don't know why. Oh, I want all oh, the. Oh my god, he's kept up until two a.m. <laughs> no, he was not. So, he went to bed at eleven. And got woken up and he and he transferred down there to sleep next to another guy that was doing the same thing. So yeah, I, I he go he stops the show. So he goes and wakes his son up and everything. And son gets pictures with everybody. Gets some stuff signed and all that kind of stuff. And I'm seeing all the pictures and. So then he comes back on the show afterwards. We finish the show. So as I was saying, I'm off, I guess, on my time. But we're saying, what, what time was it done? Three? Something like that when we finished your yeah. time? And just And yeah, just to add more content, the FaceTime was to show Cav. It was like, look at these fucking fans. Like, because the fans who were staying in the hotel, the hotel allowed them to all take couches. They yeah. took all their, they, they took couches and tape and I, and I put in a pan in. I was like, look at these fucking, look at all these fans and you, like sleeping. You're right on time. In the it, hotel. Was, it, was, it was seven o'clock my time. So yeah, that is eight hours ahead. Um, and yeah. so, so he does all this. So I'm trying to tell people like I got multiple people and I talked normal to one of them. Um, the other one's a little weird. Uh, but I was like, well, here's what I know for a fact. And this is from me seeing it with my eyes. And one of the guys was like, let me dig deeper and talk to my so-called source and tell them this and see what's up. Because I'm like, I'm telling you, this is unless he got kicked out at fucking 3 a.m. It's it makes no fucking sense because that's not being kicked out of a fucking hotel. You're done. You're already fucking almost leaving. Um, So, yes, Billy was there. Hold on. Sorry. Hold on. I got kicked out of the hotel. I was back in the next day as well. Without that bit. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah, anyway. and, and also, you know, he's got these comp tickets. You see him on the fucking, if you watch back Money in the Bank, I've tweeted out a picture. Go to at Lingus Mafia if you want to see the picture that was tweeted out. Um, he's like, when Gunther stops 
and poses. You see him to the left, and I have him. You can't miss the uh, the fucking Wookie there uh, standing. So it, Billy sit, you know, right on the side. Fucking Cody comes and signs his son's fucking belt right to, it. and it's it's fucking ridiculous. And it's how you would gonna have your ass kicked by all these people. The kid got a picture with Scarlet and fucking uh, Cross, for God's sake, who they all say, once you fucking dead. I'm like, oh, my God. So I, I don't know what other proof you need other than a somebody picture. talking to him. A post. He did a fucking, like, he was ready to punch Austin. You know, so it's it's goofy. People are going to think what they want to think. Um those are the facts. If if you have something contrary to it, obviously they they will message me to let me know. But I I don't know. And and the other thing was, oh, he was fumbling his all these empty prime bottles. That's what I heard a lot too. And then, and it was um, Logan Paul got aggravated you by you had you kicked out. And then, <laughs> which is the best part because I go oh more proof. So I said, well here's a video. Check this out. And it's Logan Paul signing. Uh, bottles of prime for your son and then saying Let, now let's take a picture <laughs> so i don't know then maybe okay here's the uh devil's advocate side billy after this is done you completely tackle him and uh, proclaim <coughs> proclaim your love to him and and he's like this fucking animal get him kicked out of here and so you've got us all fooled billy we saw the before we didn't see the after when um, you stuck your finger up his ass and he was very offended by it. No, I, I, so he, my, my son wanted his bottle sign. Yeah. And I wanted to get a dick tattoo. So I pulled my <laughs> cock out at this point. And that was when he was like, right, you guys got to get out. Like, you guys get that guy out. Like, I was cool with his son. And then he asked me to sign his dick in front of all these people. And then he needs to go. Yeah. Isn't it true that um, when when it's soft, it says Paul, but uh, when you're hard, it says, hi, my name is Logan Paul, and uh, I'm signing this for Billy Body? No, when, it, when it's hard, it flies through a table. <laughs> Head first. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, so th this, th this is the funniest fucking thing, like, because it just gets even more ridiculous, like fucking... <laughs> Um, we, we was in the gym, like, um, cause, cause Ollie, my friend Ollie didn't come down for them coming in. It was just like, fuck it. They're all going to be around tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and he's just a photo, just a selfie guy anyway. So, uh, he, he goes, I'll see everybody around tomorrow. Um, and, um, and yeah, so he, he didn't bother. So he, he kept to his plan and I kept to my plan as well. So I did my podcast at three. I was up at seven. Um, and, and I, I was up at seven and I was in the gym at eight because I don't really get tired. Like if I get, as long as I get my six, five, six hours, I'm okay. God, God bless um, you. even though, it was, even, though it was, even though it was broken, it was, it was fine for me. So, um, I, um, I then went down and we, and we trained in the morning as usual, I left Austin in bed and then woke him back up, come down, had the breakfast. Um, there's loads of, loads of guys. Okay. I had so many guys in the morning, um, guys that i knew even guys that i only like semi knew like wrestlers i knew that i'm not i haven't got their numbers but i know them like guys from um del del phantasma and that and everybody was coming into our thing and i kept telling the people i went hey you know he was like oh hey uh is this where we go they were asking me i was like going no you got the free breakfast i said it's the same breakfast 
but it's in the other room on the other side. But the wrestlers kept walking into, you know, the public breakfast. And mm-hmm. I kept saying to him, to them, no, you've got the free breakfast because the buffet. So you basically, we walk up to the buffet and we can get pick, pick what we want. And we got an omelet maker there. Um, and they got exactly the same, except they got to order omelets specifically if that's what they want. So if they want egg white omelets and whatever, um, the order's got to come through to the guy mm-hmm. and then he sends the dishes across. to. That was the only difference. They basically just had their own part of their own part of breakfast that was set up in a conference room. So, but they, but they still kept coming to, they didn't understand the setup. So they kept going, they were obviously asking a hotel, where's breakfast? And they were just pointing to the generic breakfast. And I kind of, um, I, first of all, I thought, well, that kind of tells you how wrestlers kind of look like normal people now. Yeah. But then fucking Olmos, Olmos walked in, uh, who knew Austin from Mania and was like, oh, hey, like, is this breakfast? And Austin, and Austin was like, no. And he, and Austin like walked him to his own, to his breakfast. Walked him <laughs> over to his, to his breakfast. I, Austin just used him to walk to get into the breakfast, wrestlers' breakfast. <laughs> so he thought if I walk in with if I walk in with Olmos, I'll get to see everybody. Then I'll know who's actually here because there were some wrestlers who were being hidden. Um, there were some wrestlers who were being hidden on the on the twelfth or thirteenth who were using a backdoor lift. And that was probably Roman and Logan Paul, uh, because Drew, Undertaker, and a few other people stayed in a different hotel. Ronda, Undertaker, and Drew stayed in a completely different hotel um, to everybody else, and Triple H as well. But um, he just wanted to use Almost to walk into the wrestlers' breakfast to see if he could get a glimpse of where Roman was most likely, uh, because he he walked all the way in. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was that was interesting. Oh, a weird little thing as well, like where. Um, when I was in the gym, um, Ray Mysterio was in, came in and didn't speak to me. I was, you know what, um, Fausti was asking that. He was like, how's that relationship with Ray since Conan? Because I could see that being uh, done with. Well, that's the thing. I was cross-training and he came in on the rower and I saw him walk in and he went on to the cross-trainer. And uh, sorry, I was on the cross-trainer. And as I come off the cross-trainer, he was on the rower. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say hello to him either because he was on the, I didn't pat him on the back or anything while yeah. he was rowing and he didn't touch, tap me while I was cross training while I was on the, or you call it the elliptical, uh-huh. I think, um, in, in, in the U S. So it was weird. I don't know what happened there. Oh, he did talk to Austin. Um, oh. when Austin, when, when Austin walked mm. in Olmos, like he did like give him a high five and a hug and stuff huh. and said, you go into the show today. Oh, have fun. He, he kept it short. Yeah. Um, but he, but he did, but he did. So I don't know what's going on there. Huh. I, I, I would not be asking for, I would not be asking him for any favors or anything. Let's put it that way. So, um, but yeah, that, that was, that was, that was the only, that was lit. That was literally the only strange thing that happened to me in the whole weekend. I was, it, I had an awkward moment in the morning with Ray Mysterio hmm. where we were on two different cardio machines and we didn't speak and we didn't know if we were speaking. <laughs> I think if I'd spoken to him, he would have spoke to me. But he didn't want to try and speak to me, and I didn't want to try and speak to him. So that that was literally all that happened. Um, other than that, there was no. Other than that, there was nothing. There was, there was honestly nothing interesting to, to tell you at all. Other than uh, when those before those prime bottles were signed, Logan Paul had a huge reaction to them because they are um, bottles that were only available um, in in LA, and we were given to them by. Logan Paul's um, PR, mm. Logan Paul's 
So there was only um, there was only one twenty four pack, and there was a lady walking through the hotel of the wrestlers hotel in LA, which I also apparently never stayed at and was kicked out of too. Mm-hmm. So this story is getting old now. <laughs> I mean, this story is getting very old and repetitive and boring about how I'm kicked out of all these fucking hotels and how I'm keep magically getting into places that I don't stay at too. Um, I must, I, 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 it's crazy. I have all this talent, all this talent to steal hotels and get into hotels. Yeah, and I guess everything, I guess everything that's going to happen, I don't really have any real news, but everything I always get right is a guess. Like, it's just, I'm, I'm, inc- I'm amazing. Like, so blessed with these superpowers that I would need to pull all this shit off. Um, but, but anyway, so he was, um, he said he was asking, like, Jesus, where did you get these from? He goes, he goes I don't even, like, have these. That's he right. said, uh, he said, I, I, he said, I don't have these. He goes, oh, you, you went to LA? Oh, he goes, you went to WrestleMania? And, they still like, he still knew so he still has this reaction went, oh my god you went to Wrestlemania like because you're yeah. English and yeah how did you get there? Like, he's, <laughs> yeah it's like but like the north like the older guys they don't really do that but he yeah. still had that like oh my god he goes oh my god you went to LA and all this shit and he was like oh he goes like he goes um yeah let me let me sign that for you uh let me sign them is anyone and then so Austin gave him a pen mm-hmm. and he was like he goes oh no no he goes uh no no, no it won't be good in that one and then he turns around and goes, has anyone got a black... Is this in the video? Yeah. Yeah, where he says, has anyone video. got a black pen? The bit where he says, anyone got a black pen? Yeah. That's on the video. Oh, I didn't I know that. I didn't is. know I started yeah. filming it. So he turns around. So even he turned around and said to Austin, he was like, no, that, your pen's not good enough for this bottle. <laughs> he goes, he turned around and was like, has anybody got a black pen? So he waited for someone to give him a black pen. So he, w- he said he wouldn't sign it in red pen. He actually really cared about these bottles. Uh, because they're so rare. And then he signed them. And then he turned around and goes, hey, let's do a picture to me. So, um, so I so so I did. So I don't know what I'm getting kicked out of. And I don't know what Prime Bowls got taken off me because I only had two. And they're both signed and they're both sitting in my fridge right now. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know, what to, I don't know what to tell you about any of this shit. Well, other than the fact that... And here's how credible Sean Ross App is, just to finish up. Cav got told this story by somebody and laughed at him because he knew it wasn't true. And Sean Ross Sapp got told this story by, I imagine the same person and decided to run with it as a fact, which shows you how much fact checking goes into his site. So if you're paying him five bucks, you are, you are paying five bucks to someone who got a DM off a loser who said he was in England and pretended I was kicked out of a hotel and he is putting it out there as fact. Which is more of a, which is more, which is something which is you're more likely to get sued for than I am likely to be sued by CM Punk for a tweet because he's literally out there um, telling telling something that's completely untrue. Yeah, he could have um, contacted not me to ask what I knew too, and I would have told him the whole story, but he didn't. So it's just, it's, 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 it's the thing is, is that he wants it to be true so badly. Yeah. Like he pretends he doesn't care about me and he pretends, and all these people say, Oh, you're so irrelevant. Then why do you want this stuff to be true so bad? There's, there's nothing that he would want more than for me to be kicked out of a hotel. And then he's in there and he's saying, Oh, you know, I got told this story. Oh, and when you say to him, Oh, you, you know, you got it from a DM. He's like, no, no, no. I was told I was, there was a lot of laughter in the press room about how, he got kicked out and he told this other story about how I tried to how I tried to get into the press room. No. My son left the hotel. Me and my son left the hotel at two. 
He went to drama school. He didn't want to miss his drama school because it was parent week where you perform to the parents what all the work you've been doing. Mm-hmm. He wanted me and his mom to go. He, it was parent week. He wanted didn't want to miss that. So I had to fucking drag him from the hotel all the way into the Essex where his drama school is and then go back home, get our phones charged, then get out for money in a bank. I arrived at the show 20 minutes before it was going to start. Um, I was trying to order a fucking pizza and and this there was this fucking family deal. It was like £45 for two pizzas and four drinks. And I was like, let's just fucking get this because one slice of pizza is £12 and a drink is seven pounds or whatever so i said by the time we've spent 38 pounds we're going to be getting two slices of pizza and two drinks whereas we can get two whole pizzas for 45 pounds and four mm-hmm. drinks and we never need to get up for the rest of the show so the fucking idiot behind the till didn't even know what there was he goes oh what is this oh we haven't had this all day oh, i don't know what it is and he was like oh yeah to do a whole pizza it's going to take eight minutes and i didn't have those eight minutes to to wait because the show was going to start. So I said, fuck it, just give me just two slices of pizza. And um, that's how tight it was. And we went straight to our fucking seats. And by the time we got to our seat, all these idiots had, who weren't in a, who I was in seat number one and two because that's what I requested. Um, all these idiots were already up against the barrier for the first match. Mm-hmm. So that was the money in a bank match. So I had to say to someone, uh, excuse me, I'm in seat one and two. So if you if you don't want me to block you from ever getting up here again for the rest of the night, let my kid get through to the front, mm-hmm. which he did. Um, because otherwise, I was going to be a brick wall on that seat. You, and, <laughs> and all these people that tried, to, all these people that tried to run past, I'd be like, "Nope, fuck off! Like, don't you're not getting past my seat. Like, I'm I'm going to fucking stand here and be the biggest prick in at this show, which I always enjoy that role anyway. So any 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 chance I get to be, um a prick then then yeah that's um that's just what i'll be but anyway that's um that that's sort of like miss 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 um what am i trying to say construed here? kind of yeah it's just sort of um sorry i was distracted by why these why these two people are looking into my house um <laughs> so that that sort of that sort of um corrects all the misinformation and and whatnot so where about can the, we uh, uh, we got to get the fuck out of here? We're already well past our fucking time as usual. Uh, where can we find all your nonsense? I'll give my stuff and we're out of here. Yeah, um, it's it's that time where we're, we're well we're back on the reg- regular schedule at Lockbang. So if you want to sign up for the service, Lockbang dot com, one hundred and twenty one months of profit. Um, P and L for the month of June will be the ping suite in the next like day or so. I um, just need to get that up. But yeah, we're, we've got 121 months of profit. All the futures are coming out now for the for the Premier League in the next two weeks. We're going to start to drop futures podcasts as well. Um, winning money at the moment in Wimbledon. Incredibly winning money on on baseball as well. Um, took the Phillies took the Phillies in play at three one down last night. Guy sent it to me, and I was like, you know, pretty much it was one of those flyer plays where I just thought, oh, this is just going to be a little loser that we'll, we'll add on, but it's worth doing because they're expected to win the game. Mm-hmm. They won 4-3. So we had a 10-1, to 10-1 winner last night for people. So, yeah, we're on a, we're on a, we're on a serious like run at the moment. Um, with And when I say that, it's a case of there's not a lot of plays, but it's just so consistent. It's at the moment, like the, these were supposed to be the down months, but we're sort of putting out a couple of things 
uh, a day, maybe even just seven or eight plays a week. But um, they're, they're all they're all hitting at about 75%. It's a really, really good period. It's actually like how um, I prefer to gamble personally. Um, but obviously on, the, on this service, like I find a lot of edges um, over the course of the soccer season and, and the, during the NFL season. And that's when the volume sort of increases where you need more money. But at the moment, it's a really good time to sign up because we're, we're really putting out some solid premium plays and you're going to get all of the futures. And as I always say, futures all time at one unit or over here, 81%. So if you're betting on us and you're willing to wait for your money, this is the best, best return on investment that you can get. So that's lockbetting.com. Wrestling info is at the Patreon page, thedirtysheets.com. And my Twitter is at lockbetting.com. But as I keep saying to Cav, once he finds the password for it, um, I need a wrestling Twitter. And hopefully, hopefully by next week, I'll be able to tell you guys about a wrestling Twitter because I don't want to see any shit about Sean Ross Sapp or any of this fucking crap coming or AEW's fake attendance or anything, any shit like that. I will not be discussing that anymore on my gambling Twitter. Enough. Like I'm not, they, they haven't sold out the building and Sean Ross Sapp is a fucking liar. Like that, that's it. Like, I'll be my final say on it. There won't be any tweets about it on my gambling Twitter on my wrestling Twitter, fine, whatever. Like we can talk about anything wrestling related, but that hopefully will be. We can hopefully announce something next week in terms of Cav um, recovering a password or something for that. Um, but yeah, until now, until then, nothing for wrestling. Uh, all my stupid shit is at uh, Lingus Mafia uh, Twitter and especially TikTok, where uh, people clutch pearls. You can go there. That's uh, some fun shit over there at Lingus Mafia. And- you know what? If you wanna, if you wanna. If you want to actually promote your TikTok, like get a little push on your TikTok this week, uh, you can use my Logan video if you want. Oh, okay. I'll fucking tell. I'll send it to Fausti. He'll, he'll post because he's the one who does it all. Um, yeah, people go there, take a look, uh, see what happened. Uh, and um, mm-hmm. right now, free trial at patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia where you could uh, get to the highest tier for seven days for free. Uh, not obligated to stay. You could get to be listening to the 41 Days of Lingus, which is all of the Saturday night main events in a row. Every day, a new episode. I've been on Patreon Patreon since 2018. Is that new? What you're doing? It is. That that trial just started. It started maybe a month or two ago, but we wanted to start ours in July because of our special that we were doing with all the shows. Um, so that there would be more for everybody to listen to every day. Um, but yeah, was it a new thing that they started offering? Because you always do that. And I just didn't find it. The, the, um, the free trial. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They started it like two months ago. Oh, okay. Thanks yeah, and I right just here. I just uh, turned it on um, <clears throat> for this month. So uh, you got all of July to be doing that um, free trial. Forty-one days of Lingus, all the Saturday night main events. There are forty-one Saturday night main events. I, I include main event with that. I don't, you know, they're all in there together at the same time. Um, and boy, oh boy, there's some fucking gold in those fucking shows. And then there's some painful shit too. So uh, check that out. But uh, that's it. I'm Cav. He's Billy. Unfortunately. We'll see you next week. This is somebody that needs his ass kicked bad. Real bad.